everybody, and welcome to the DC Comics Secret Origins Podcast, Episode 9, where I'll be talking about Ambush Bug, and in particular, a story from Secret Origins number 48 from April of 1990. And there are a bunch of different origins of Ambush Bug. He will give you a different origin each time. There are plenty of issues, you know, first appearance, and then plenty of issues where he'll give a origin story and things like that. The reason why I picked the Secret Origins issue is because there's a cool little thing in this that's a meta deal where the National Bureau of Origins, the NBO, is chasing down Ambush Bug, trying to make him give them his origin. It's one of those things that every character needs an origin, and if you don't have one, one will be assigned to you. It's a cool little deal. And before we go into that, though, let me give you a little bit of info about Ambush Bug. Ambush Bug is a fictional superhero character who has appeared in several comic books published by DC Comics. His real name is supposedly, and we're going to get a lot of supposedly things, Erwin Schwab. But he has mental problems that prevent him from truly understanding reality around him. So even his true identity might not be more than a delusion on his part. He was created by artist Keith Giffen as an intentionally silly character. Ambush Bug first appeared in DC Comics Presents number 52 from December of 1982 and would make appearances in several other Superman-related comic books in the early 1980s. Paul Cooperberg, who wrote Ambush Bug's first story, recalled, As Keith was in the office, he sat in on the plotting and offered up Ambush Bug as an antagonist. The bug is entirely Keith's creation, and Giffen said that his original pitch was Bugs Bunny as a supervillain, and maybe it went from Bugs Bunny, Bug, Ambush Bug, that sort of thing. Now, as Ambush Bug became popular, and he was popular, so he kept coming back, he started getting his own miniseries and things like that, he went from being a villain to a superhero and considers himself real good friends with Superman, which annoys Superman more than Ambush Bug actually being his villain. And before we jump into this, finally, his main power is he can teleport to anywhere in the multiverse. And the reason I decided to do Ambush Bug is because he has just shown up in the current Suicide Squad book. And the thing about it is everybody sees Ambush Bug. Oh, my God, it's going to be Joke City. Oh, my God, it's that. That's one thing. And and you ended up having Matthew Rosenberg kind of dig into that for the Suicide Squad. But in that story with Amanda Waller going and trying to grab different characters from the multiverse, things like that, it's going to be, I think, that power to teleport in the multiverse. And that idea that he is aware that they're in a comic, that things aren't real, is what might really play out to be important, especially in an infinite frontier where the multiverse, omniverse, everything's being reset, everything's up for grabs, dark side trying to grab things and things like that. So with all that, I think that Ambush Bug could end up in a crazy way being one of the more important characters in the books as we go forward to what might be a giant multiversal crisis. And we'll get into Secret Origins number 48 and the Ambush Book story in just a moment. Let me quickly tell you about NordVPN. NordVPN is an easy-to-use program that is your passport to a world of entertainment. What does that mean? Well, if you're in the United States and you want to watch the UK Netflix because it still has Rick and Morty and Friends on it, you can do that. If you want to watch Peaky Blinders early, 
so you can spoil everything to your friends. Uh, you don't want to be a jerk like that, but but NordVPN will allow you to be a jerk just like that. I mean, really, you want to watch the latest Ryan Reynolds movie, but it's only streaming in Australia? Australia! You can use NordVPN to do that. And most important in my mind for this podcast you're listening to, if you're outside of the United States and want to read all those comics on the DC Infinite app, NordVPN will allow you to do that as well. Plus. And make sure everything you're doing is secure, even if you're on one of those crazy hotspots at the Starbucks. You don't want people looking over your shoulder when you're online. Why would you want to do that virtually? Just get rid of them. Nobody needs to see that. NordVPN will stop hackers from getting your information and will keep those prying eyes away from what you're doing online. And I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not saying what you're doing is bad, good, but, but NordVPN. It's not going to judge you either. It's just going to be there to protect you. So go to NordVPN.com slash WeirdPod or use the code WeirdPod to get 73% off your two-year plan plus four bonus months for free. And be quick because this offer is for a limited time only. Those links will be in the show notes of this podcast. And it's the equivalent of buying a cup of coffee every month. And and really, if it's Starbucks, holy moly, coffee is expensive. That's a small price to pay for premium cybersecurity and access to vast amounts of entertaining content. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee if NordVPN is not for you. It's risk-free. Just give it a shot. Remember, NordVPN is your passport to a world of entertainment. And as I said, we're going to be going through Secret Origins number 48 with a cover date of April 1990, written by Keith Giffen and Robert Lauren Fleming, pencils by Keith Giffen, inks by Bob Lewis, colors by Anthony Tolan, and letters by John Costanza. And I'll start off by talking about the cover, which is pretty cool. You end up having Batman and Robin doing the whole wall climbing gag of Batman 66 as you have Ambush Bug in an open window about to drop a water balloon on them. And on the side says, attention readers, Batman and Robin don't actually appear in this issue. You see, this is just our sneaky way of attracting your attention. We approached a lot of bankable stars about reading. Nobody wanted to be on it. It is an ambush bug deal, so nobody wants to be involved. And you go in, and the first page, the credits page even, has ambush bug with a red and green two paint cans. And he's painting on the panels, like a four-panel deal, but he's painting across it. The secret origin of ambush bug, we thought him up. And then ends up turning to the reader and say, hey, what are you looking at? I've heard these painted comic books sell like hotcakes. So there is a little bit of fourth wall breaking nonsense, which we will continue to have. And this issue is going to be hot and heavy with origins, hot and heavy with pseudo origins, origins that don't stick. They're made up and they go panel to panel, page to page. So when you go through this, I will give you an announcement. And if I remember, I will ding for each of the origin stories by the end we don't really get an origin story this is one of those secret origins podcasts that i'm doing that we will actually not have an origin story revealed here because it's ambush bug like i said earlier ambush bugs origin has to be ambiguous the way he is now they have kind of centered on a couple things or whatnot but we're just having fun with this issue where it starts off where an agent of the NBO, the National Bureau of Origins, is going to visit a 
pretty much institutionalized ambush bug who is in the Roscoe P. Sweeney Memorial Home for Forgotten Cartoon Characters. He comes in. He is talking to the nurse. Hey, let's go. I got to go and see this ambush bug. I got to give him or get an origin from him. If he doesn't give me one, I will assign one to him. Now, this is the start as well that there is always throughout this going to be somebody smoking. Cigars, cigarettes, stuff like that That ties into the end Where we get a twist reveal As a cliffhanger But with that This agent goes to Ambushbug And says, I need your origin Ambushbug does not want to play along No, no, I'm not going to give it to you That's not my thing Well then the agent hands him a picture And says, maybe it'll be your thing now And it's a threat He ends up seeing it's a picture of Cheeks Cheeks, his pseudo son partner. And if you don't know Cheeks, Ambushbug had a four part miniseries in 1985 where he just picks up a doll randomly and thinks it's alive and adopts him as his partner slash son called Cheeks, the toy wonder, and gives him a costume and has some fun with it and stuff like that. But this is a threat to Ambushbug's family. And he gets upset. So he does tell, and it's kind of an off panel here for the first one, but I'll ding it. He tells this agent that, yeah, okay, I'll give you my origin. I was in a rocket ship. I ended up crashing in Kansas. Nice people ended up adopting me. And this agent goes off to Kansas to try to find out if that's real. We know it isn't. Ambushbug knows it isn't and says, all right, this is great. I'm playing along. And what he's doing is trying to find Cheeks. He's going to try to find Cheeks. In the meantime, he has to keep pushing the NBO different ways and to get them away so he can go do things and says, I have a bit of time right now. He even says maybe weeks that this agent will be searching through the wheat fields of Kansas for weeks. I'll have some time to try to figure out what's going on with Cheeks. And he ends up having you know, his overcoat, his detective look, and he ends up going to where him and Cheeks had his detective agency that is now burnt down, it's in charge, and he starts singing The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand, trying to remember things he's going, he's crying, and all of a sudden at the end, pop, he gets teleported to the NBO headquarters. They're pretty powerful, these NBO headquarters deal, where a woman agent now is saying, listen, I'm your new caseworker, and I wasn't born in Kansas, if you know what I mean. This is going to play with me. I need an origin. So he gives again kind of the the little teeny. He ends up saying, I was bitten by a radioactive spider. And then now, no, we're not going to, we're not going to go for that one. And he says, Well, and and this is Ambushbug trying to get out of the offices again so he can go find Cheeks, saying, I need to get around and find something that'll jar my memory. I need something that will, you know, inspire me to remember whatnot and this lady pretty tough says okay you want some inspiration here you go and throws him out the window and he ends up landing on the ground and it's like oh my god and the big joke here is man i'm glad i didn't say that i was from amazon island right there we go and so he ends up getting up and he's like wait a second i remember this neighborhood this is something this is where me and my cheeky boy had our first big adventure okay maybe this will jog my memory and and then you break the fourth wall it's like this is about the time that you have one of those keith giffen bug eyed panels you end up seeing his eye just there it's pretty funny deal breaking fourth wall well what this is then is he 
is at a place where there is a warehouse that he's at now. And again, a guy smoking a cigar behind the cage that you have in those old school deals. And ambush bug, hey, I'm supposed to be here. I'm trying to figure out my origin. I'm supposed to jug my memory. I ended up here. I don't know why. And this guy goes, oh, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to go to warehouse D and maybe that'll do it. And by the way, buddy, have fun. Getting an origin. He even says, tell it to someone who cares. You guys without origins make me want to puke. And then they start arguing with each other. And then, hey, have fun finding out your origin. Starts laughing. And then Ambush Bug's like, at least I don't work in a cage, jerk. And then goes off. But again, remember, this guy is smoking a cigar. This is a deal going. So he goes to this warehouse, opens it up. And sees all the junk left over from Keith Giffen's Invasion series. He says, you know, there's all this just crap and junk. And like, oh, my God, these crossovers are so hard to avoid. You can't avoid these. And this Invasion thing had like 83 issues in it. It was insane. He realizes then that if Cheeks is out and about, He'd have to be in this invasion crossover because everybody was. It ended up being everybody. So he ends up deciding he has to go through all 83 issues of the invasion series to try to find Cheeks. And he does. You have it quick off panel. But he ends up 83 comic books later. He comes out. And he's like, oh, my God, that was tough. He's like, that was tough sledding. I really thought I was going to lose it during that checkmate tie-in. I know what he means. Um, But he didn't end up really finding anything. Cheeks was not in any of those issues. So Cheeks can't be in the DCU. He says Cheeks cannot be in the DC universe. I could not find him. He starts walking away. You see a guy punk looking guy smoking looking at him as he goes and he goes back to the nbo goes back to the national bureau of origins and he has a plan he says listen i think i know where cheeks is now it's kind of swirled around or whatever and it's still the idea i need to find cheeks and then i'll give you an origin but they want an origin then we might give you cheeks all these things going and he says to this agent i need you to kill me because I need to find Cheeks. And the guy says, Kill, you've died. Like every time you show up, you die multiple times. You're always dying. Why do you need to die now from us? And he's like, no, no, no. When I usually die, I go to hell. I mean, I'm not a good guy. Cheeks, if he's dead, which that's what Ambushbug thinks, Cheeks would go to heaven. So not only does he need to die, but he needs to be sent to heaven. And that is where this guy says, no. I don't think that's going to happen, but you might be able to, if you give us this origin, maybe the director will end up helping you. And this is the first time of mentioning a director, really. And like, who's this director? Who is he? Get off trying to play God with people. This guy's a jerk. I'm going to find cheeks on my own and goes off in the way that he figures this out is. He goes to the Lords of Order and a specific Lord of Order and then starts trash talking. He goes up. He thinks that the Lords of Order would be the ones that could end up killing him and sending him to heaven. So to get this going, he goes to the Lord of Order and says, hey, I have a bet with my friend. My friend thinks that you could kill me and send me to heaven. I was like, really? I mean, those Lords of Order. They are, you know, legends in their own minds. They're wussies. They never do that. I mean, really, they're all talk. They don't do anything. All he's doing is firing up this Lord of Order. It says, listen, I have this bet, 
and I have five dollars riding on it, and I don't think you can do it. So screw you, Lord of Order. But boom, you end up having him just get obliterated by the Lord of Order, where he is now just a pile of smoking charred bones. That is important as we go forward. Now we're going to go hot and heavy with origins, and what the first one is the origin of Ambush Bug. We have it in a kind of a comic strippy thing that very reminiscent to me of Diary of a Wimpy Kid type deal. And even if you ever read Calvin and Hobbes, stuff that they would play with with that back in the day as well. But it's here where you go back to when Ambush Bug was just a little kid, Erwin Schwab. And he's in class and he's doing algebra, but he doesn't like it. He's getting bored. So he starts drawing dinosaurs and things on his algebra thing. And, you know, the classic of the dinosaur then eating the algebraic equations. But what ends up happening is after the teacher yells at Erwin and says, pay attention, finish your homework, the drawn dinosaur T-Rex comes to life and eats the stick figure teacher. Well, everybody's screaming, oh, my God, all the kids are yelling and screaming. Well, out of nowhere, Irwin disappears and comes back as stick-figured ambush bug and ends up beating up the dinosaur so that the teacher gets belched out. The teacher then proclaims Irwin the greatest thing ever and says, keep on drawing. You will keep saving the world, keep the world going and all that. And then says class dismissed and everybody cheers. So there is one of the official there first deal that's not real so with that we then go to the next page the true origin of ambush bug where we're back at mbo headquarters with real docs two he's brainiac two the clone son of brainiac who is just there he's got a nice little suit on and he is grilling ambush bug he is there Grilling him, interrogating him, saying, you think that we're a laughing stock? Well, you don't know. And if you think that you're better than us, you just get out of that chair and leave. You hear me? What? You're not answering me? Ha! Huh, not as tough as you think. It's that classic. But we don't see ambush bug. So he's going through this. I've, I've had recruits like you before. Wise guys. Think you know it all. It's that trope of the person not saying anything and then the person interrogating them, thinking there's something big. Well, in the meantime, Vril Ducks 2 breaks character and says, I'm sorry, I can't do this. It's pretty much like he's on the set of a movie. He's like, I-, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. I thought I can go through with it. It's too stupid. And then you end up having an agent come out like, oh, man, Docs, man, trust me. I'm your agent. The MBO is a real heavy organization. If they want you to help with this guy's origin, then I say, dialogue those bones, baby, because you see that he's actually interrogating the charred bones of Ambush Bug. That's the joke. It's pretty funny. Actually, the reveal of this is pretty funny, but we don't go any further with that, right? So then we go to the next page where we have the honest-to-God swear on our mother's grave's real origin of Ambush Bug. And again, it's the charred bones of Ambush Bug in a chair next to a window. It's Batman's origin, but with Ambush Bug's charred bones. And he ends up criminals, and he's thinking to himself, there's thought bubbles coming from the charred bones. Criminals are a superstitious, cowardly lot, so I must wear a disguise that will strike terror into their hearts. I must become a creature of the night, like A. And in that panel, there's a three-panel progression here where he says, like A, the bat's too far away at this point. You see the bat in the distance, so he's got a delay. Like A, and now the, the bat's closer. 
And then all of a sudden it hits the window. The window's not open. It ends up smashing into the window and a bloody streak of blood just goes down as it slides down the window and the charred bones then think, ah, and then you go away from that. So, I mean, we're, we're going hot and heavy with these things. Meanwhile, it says ambush bug did get to heaven. He's in heaven. He's all excited. He's singing songs about cheeks. He's there. And so before, though, that he can look around, you end up having almost like an intercom in heaven. Red Eye Express to Minneapolis now boarding at gate 12. And he looks and he's like, what? Heaven is is an airport? I mean, this is weird. I would think of airports, this deal as being purgatory. You know, all that waiting to get to somewhere better, all this stuff. That would be the metaphor. Why is this? Well, what this is is pretty much it's it's reincarnation going on because you end up having this idea. Okay, and there's a lady, an angel at the counter that Ambush Bug ends up at. And like, okay, do you have any scars, moles, diseases, next to kin, anything like that? Ambush, no. Ambush, no, I don't have any of that. And that's like the perfect thing. And she's like, good. Okay, your flight leaves from gate seven. And you have plenty of time to make purchases from our duty-free shop and have a present new life. And he's like, oh, my God. So when you go to heaven, you end up being reincarnated as whatever. I'm never going to find Cheeks. If Cheeks came to heaven, he could be anybody around. He could be anybody. And it's done. What am I going to do? Now, of course, he did go shopping. It's a duty-free shop. He has a little thing. But then he's sitting next to an angel who seemingly is waiting. To be reincarnated who is smoking a cigar but also reading a a paper and you have a little progression that's kind of funny that jury out in bug murder and then later it does say lord of order gets the chair so this murdering of ambush bug actually comes to bite the lord of order in the butt but they're waiting and ambush bugs like hey can i get another seat i don't want to sit next to this guy can i get a no smoking seat and then just boom, zam, pop, he ends up being reincarnated. And it's it's still him. And that's where you get Lord of Order gets the chair because he ends up in an alley in a trash can. And he gets up and he's like, huh, what's going on here? And he's like, these don't look like Giffen, Keith Giffen background deal. This doesn't look like his art. I wonder what's going on. But then he says, this is great. There is no way. That the NBO will ever be able to find me. I'm reincarnated. Though he's exactly himself. You you see it. But he's like, there's no way they can find me. I mean, there's no way that a government agency can be all seeing and all knowing, right? You know, that little joke. And then Pop, he ends up on the last origin here. This is the last one here where he ends up on a comic book cover, a DC comic book cover. But. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but called Big Fat Freaking Frogs. And he's like, oh, my God, I came back as something worse than a comic book character. I'm now merchandise. And then you have one of the turtles in the shadows in the back go, yeah, bug, you wish. So it's a funny play. It's a cool looking cover. And then all of a sudden we go, boom, into the NBO offices where an agent that uh, has a, a thing, I'm number two, so this must be the second in command, talking to the director who's hidden from them, but saying, hey, your idea, brilliant, Mr. Director. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, my God, they're so hot right now, but I had to stop that. We're going to get a lawsuit. There's no way we can let that fly. We're going to get a lawsuit there, but we put the backup plan 
into effect and you end up going to Bell Rev Prison and you hear from outside the prison, you hear Ambush Bug yelling, but I don't want to join the Suicide Squad. And so you end up there where he is in Bell Rev. That's a cool deal. He ends up being in the Suicide Squad in the invasion deal, in the invasion event, but it kind of ties in a bit to what we have now. So that's cool with him being on the Suicide Squad. But he ends up where this second in command still talking to the director says, you know, a character like that won't last more than three, four missions tops and the suicide squad will get rid of him. And then we'll be, but then he realizes he's like, wait a second. It occurred to me. We never did get his real true origin story. It's revealed then the director, cause he's there from behind. You see smoke going and the chair swivels its cheeks. It's been cheeks all along. And he's smoking a cigar showing that he's been manipulating all of this throughout that. All of these guys with this. It was always Cheeks manipulating things during all these origin things. But then with that, the director Cheeks says, of course, we didn't get his origin. This book is called Secret Origins, you jerk. If we told the origin, they wouldn't be secret. And then you end up where Ambushbug wakes up in Bell Rev. No, what? No, not Cheeks. And then ends up saying. Okay, that was a dream. It really didn't happen. But now I know Cheeks is out there and I'll go get him and I will save him. Again, he's still in Bell Rev. And then it says the end. He's still dreaming. So it ends up just being goofiness, goofy fun. But I, I liked it as the idea. It's funny because you end up getting that deal. It's his origin story of never having a real origin story. I think that that is very cool. And again, Ambush Bug, not my favorite thing. Not my favorite character. A lot of times when he shows up, even a bit in the latest Suicide Squad, he does overtake, commandeer the issue because of how goofy he is. But something like this, I think, is really fun. I think that it's a really cool deal to to mess around with that idea of origins and secret origins. Also, the idea of, you know, things being rebooted, reset, that a lot of these characters do have multiple origins and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I really. Really did enjoy this. Again, it's something that I think that people should check out. If you can get your hands on it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, But with that, that's the end of the Secret Origins podcast. Thanks for listening. I will tell everybody right now to go over to our Twitter at Weird Science DC. That's what it is. If you follow us, we'll follow you back 100%. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can help this stuff that we're doing on this here feed and get plenty more it's not one of those hey give us money just because you end up where you go each level gives you more and more comic book shows and not even just comic book shows even cartoon movie stuff it's almost like its own network of different podcasts and dc marvel indie comics and manga as well it's a lot of stuff going on i just say check it out and if you do check it out You go there, you won't be charged right away to just check it out. You'll only be charged if you carry over to the next month, which, as I'm recording now, will be October. If you quit before October 1st, you'll never be charged. You gave it a shot. So do that. And one last thing. One last thing here is the idea of the schedule on the regular feed. I just want to bring this up again. We end up, we'll have the Wednesday show, which is the best DC comic books podcast That's every other week. This coming week will be the next episode. I'll be talking about Wonder Woman's first appearance in that. And then the Secret Origins podcast usually comes out on Friday. 
I'm a little late this week because me and Eric ended up having to shuffle things and do some things earlier. But then the regular weekly review show is on Sunday night. So with all of that, thank you. I'll, I'll put all this in the show notes as well so you can check it out if you don't know what I'm saying while I fumble and bumble. But thanks for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you continue to enjoy the shows here. And I will talk to you later. 